Hello, everybody. Welcome to One Drink, the podcast to talk about one topic for one drink. I'm Oliver. I'm Matthew. And today on our history show, we are featuring August 9th to August 15th, as well as two Medal of Honor stories. Yep, we got some great, great, great history facts for yep. you that you never knew, and now that you're you're going to know. Yep. Yeah, so let's dive right in. And that's the bottom line. I'll load some knowledge on you. Yep. Folks. And you're going to love it. Just like on August 10th, 1897, Okay. So, All right. German chemist Felix Hoffman first synthesizes, oh uh, God, I knew I shouldn't have done this. Uh-huh. Is this a word? It is a okay, word. Okay, let's hear this um, one. A, oh, a st- <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say this word. Acetylic. We both can't even. No, remember. I can't even say it. It's too so many basically, bites. synthesis acid, right? Okay, cool. Besides that big ass word, yeah, which would later be patented by his company Bayer under the name aspirin. Okay, so it's aspirin. So he made aspirin. Yeah, just that big ass word. I don't. I don't know why. You know, why did they just stay with aspirin? Uh, I, <laughs> I took these notes and I saw that word. And I knew right away. Like, Damn it! And I even practiced it. Yeah, I was practicing this word. I was like, "Oh, um, I still don't know." No, we'll never know what that no word is. So basically, August tenth, eighteen ninety-seven, aspirin was invented. Aspirin was invented. See, why couldn't they just say that? You I mean, know what I mean? They just like to. I think they like to mess with us. Probably because they know. Yeah, they know that we're dumb and we can't pronounce big. They're words. They're like, "Oh, well, man, Oliver. Oh yeah, let's, let's throw some big words their name. Yeah, their way." All right, I'm going to take us to August 9th, 1945, where there's words that I can't pronounce. Uh, the second atomic bombing of Japan occurred as an American B-29 bomber headed for the city of Kakura, but because of poor visibility, um, they chose a secondary target of Nagasaki. At noon, the bomb detonated, killing an estimated 70,000 people and destroying half the city. Damn. Yeah. Now that is a big-ass bomb. Yep. I yep. mean, and you know, we all know that, you know, they bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Everybody knows that. Yeah. What I didn't know, though, was that that was the secondary target, that it wasn't oh. the first original target. This okay. the this other city of Kokura uh, was the intended target. Ah, uh, but because of the visibility, they chose their secondary target, which was Nagasaki. Damn. Yeah. So That's cool. I know, yeah. When I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, the second atomic bomb. Yeah, I got it. And then I read it, and I was like, oh. Wait a minute. It was supposed to go somewhere else yeah. originally. So That's the thing I love about history is, like, mm-hmm. you just, you yep. don't know. Yep. You know? All right, we're going to go to August 12th, 1950. All right. The first international game by an NFL team. Okay. Of course, the New York Giants. Did they lose? Beat. CFL's Ottawa Rough Riders, 20-6, at Ottawa's Lansdowne Stadium. Okay, so you beat a Canadian football team? We did. We did, and I'll take that win. I bet you will. You know, when I saw that, I was just like, the Giants won? Oh, shit. Right, against Canada. <laughs> we got... And it's... Yeah. Is there still a Canadian league? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why the NFL doesn't... Do that because they're not very good. They suck. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's funny. like the minor leagues. It'd be like the Yankees playing against the Red Wings. Oh, okay. You I know see. what I mean? Like it's yeah. like that. So, I've never seen a Canadian football game. Have you? Yeah, I've seen some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, rules, good, it's good football games. The yeah. rules are all different. A right? little different. Yeah, yeah, they're a little different. They're a little different. But yes, the New York Giants, you know. Yeah. You know. You know. <laughs> you know. All right, I'm going to take us to a six-day span in history. Oh, so this spans yeah. between August 11th and August 16th in mm. 1965. Uh, six days of six days of riots began oh, in the Watts area of Los Angeles, triggered by an incident between a white member of the California Highway Patrol and an African American motorist. Mm. Thirty-four um, thirty-four deaths were reported, and more than three thousand people were arrested. Damage to property was listed at forty million dollars. And when was this? Uh, nineteen sixty-five. Nineteen sixty-five. Yeah, it was the L.A. riots. Wow. Crazy. Yep. In the Watts area of L.A. Yeah, and I do believe later on with the um, uh, Rodney Rodney King King riots, yep. I think that also, same scenario. Yeah, same kind of situation, yeah. People Um, just fighting to be treated equally. um, But the... Rioting is not the answer, though. No, no, but the damage was equally... Huge, yeah. I mean, they... I mean, $40 million in 1965, I should have looked that up. What I was the, waiting for your I calculation. I, I, I was like, come on. I should have looked that up. <laughs> Give me the calculation. I should have looked it up. <laughs> what are you going to do, though? Uh, all right, so August 15th, 1635. Okay. Holy moly. We're going way back. First recorded North American hurricane hits Plymouth Colony. So the first hurricane documented that was, you know, mm-hmm. actually... Proven. Um, hits Jamestown Settlement in Massachusetts Bay Colony. Scholars believe it was the first hurricane that struck the New England Colony, occurring 15 years after founding the Plymouth Colony, which is another historic yep. moment, obviously. Although the hurricane's exact track is unknown, several eyewitnesses account and describe the storm. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, recorded obviously doesn't mean <laughs> recorded with a camera. If you guys watched the show <laughs> last week. Or uh, two weeks Two ago. weeks ago, he said something was recorded in, like, 1809 or something like that. And I was like, dude, they didn't have video cameras back then. He's like, no, recorded. <laughs> like, it was recorded that it happened. And I was like, I, like, my mind was blown. Uh, that was the best. Oh, though. God, I'm so dumb, though. It's, uh, whatever. But yeah, so I've never experienced a hurricane. Have mm-hmm. you? I have not. No. Or a tornado or anything like that. I mean, here we live in Rochester, obviously. Yeah. We've gotten high winds yep. to like, what, maybe seven Winds and, I- and ice storms Yeah, is what we have to worry about here. But I mean, the last ice storm was, what, 91? Yeah. When it caused any like real significant damage. That windstorm, though... At least in the Henrietta area was True. was pretty intense, man. It that dropped was pretty intense. Yeah. But that's when like it got up to eighty miles an hour. Yeah. So that's the most and I stood out in it. Mm-hmm. I you, you probably shouldn't, but I had to, you know. Yeah. It's just like what does it feel like? Yep. But a tornado or a hurricane That's I mean, different. <laughs> that's different. We're talking hundred fifty, right. two hundred miles no, an hour. No, no thanks. My little ass poof. <laughs> Just off into the distance. Adios, amigos. Goodbye, amigo. So, yeah, first hurricane. Okay, so I did that calculation. Oh, what is it? Um, so $40 million in 1965 yes. is the equivalent to $334 million in today's up. money. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. 
it it just amazes me the difference. Yeah. Because every time you do that, it's not just a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? It's a lot. Oh, so forty million then is three hundred and thirty-four million now, and that's how much damage that riot caused in six days. God. Yeah. Crazy, right? I love those calculations. I know. Though. I know. I had to look it up. I had to look it up. I had to look it up. They are the best. Yep. Uh. All right. So we're going to jump into these uh, Medal of Honor stories, you know and I'm going to kick us off with Sergeant First Class Nelson V. Britton, mm-hmm. uh, U.S. Army. Uh, and this is from the Korean War. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant First Class Britain, a member of Company 1, distinguished himself <laughs> by um, conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty in action, uh, volunteering to lead his squad up a hill with meager cover against murderous fire from the enemy. He ordered his squad to give up, to give him support, and in the face of withering fire and bursting shells, he tossed a grenade at the nearest enemy position. Damn. On returning to his squad, he was knocked down and wounded by an enemy grenade. Refusing cool. medical attention, he replenished his supply of grenades and returned hurling grenades into hostile position and shooting the enemy as they fled. So they go he goes up this hill (laughs) with no cover and grenades and is just lobbing grenades over. Yeah. Right? By himself while his boys are in the back covering him. Gets nailed by a grenade, goes down and gets more grenades, and then goes back up the hill. That I just you know Right. These guys are good. Yeah. These guys are good. When his weapon jammed he leapt without hesitation into a foxhole and killed the occupants with his bayonet and the butt of his rifle. Damn. He continued to wipe out foxholes and, noting that his squad had been pinned down, he rushed to the rear of a machine gun position, threw a grenade into the nest, and ran around to its front, where he killed all three occupants with his rifle. Less than 100 yards up the hill, his squad again came under vicious fire, from another camouflaged, sandbagged machine gun nest, well flanked by supporting riflemen. Sergeant First Class Britain again charged this new position in an aggressive endeavor to silence this remaining obstacle and ran directly into uh, a burst of automatic fire, which killed him instantly. In his sustained and driving action, he had killed 20 enemy soldiers and destroyed four automatic weapons. Uh, the conspicuous courage, consummate valor, and noble self-sacrifice displayed by Sergeant First Class Britain enabled his inspired company to attain its objective and reflect the highest glory on himself and the heroic traditions of the military service. Wow. So because he kamikaze it right at these people, yeah. his team was able to get up in there and... In that 20, 20, 20 deaths. Yep. And this is the thing I love about these stories is literally one man's actions alter Oh yeah. The whole the course of the whole battle. The whole thing. Yep. And say you know, and possibly saved his whole company. Yeah. And so just for that alone I mean, we've been doing these stories for a while. Mm-hmm. We now understand oh, why yeah. these people get these awards. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. For sure. <clears throat> and that was definitely well-deserved. Yep, 100%. Man. Crazy. Crazy. I, know. I do love these stories. Me though. too. All right, so we're going to go to uh, Alfred Mack Wilson. All right. Vietnam War. Uh, while returning from a reconnaissance 
informed mission in the vicinity of Fire Support Base Cunningham. The first platoon of Company M came under um, intense automatic weapons fire and grenade attack from well-concealed enemy force. As the center of the column was pinned down, the leading squad moved to outflank the enemy. Uh, Wilson, acting as squad leader of the rear squad, skillfully maneuvered his men to form a base of fire and active blocking force. In the ensuing firefight, both his machine gunner and assistant machine gunner were seriously wounded and unable to operate their weapons. Realizing the urgent need to bring the weapon into operation again, Wilson, followed by another Marine with a complete discard of, for his safety, fiercely dashed across the fire-swept terrain to recover the weapon. It's crazy. So, shit goes down. They're there. Yeah. They're going. Yep. And that, that's the thing, though, is like, when you're in a, you don't stop. Yeah. No, just... and not one of these guys has ever stopped. That's one overwhelming consistency in all of these stories. Yeah. None of these guys ever stop, no matter what. When you're in, you're in. Yeah. That's it. As they reached the machine gun, the enemy soldier stepped from behind the tree and threw a grenade toward the two Marines. Observing their grenade fall between himself and other Marines, Wilson fully recognized the inevitable result of his actions, shouting to his companions, and unhesitatingly threw himself on the grenade, absorbing the full absorb- ex- um, the full force of the explosion with his own body. His heroic actions inspired his platoon members to maximum efforts as they aggressively attacked and defeated the enemy. Uh, Wilson, indomitably couraged, inspiring valor, and selfless devotion to duty, upheld the highest tradition of the Marine Corps in the U.S. Naval Service. And he, he died from that? Yep. Ah. That's crazy. Another one, though. Throwing himself on a grenade to save his guys. You know, I know what I mean? Like, it's just... And it's... Their self-sacrifice is just... <clears throat> unbelievable. But he knew, and he... He it, normally when we hear these stories, it is you know they save twenty lives, right? Thirty lives. Mm-hmm. He was just saving two lives. Yep. Of the guys that were with that him. were with him, he was like, "Yep, you guys." Yep. And they did complete the task, of course. Yep. Which I love because they they completed their task. You know yeah. what I mean, I don't love that he died, obviously, but um, yeah. Normally it's thirty guys. This was just two, two guys. Two guys. Yep. That, and I'm sure he would have done it if it was just one other one too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're so right. It's just I can't, you know. So yeah. Appreciate these these people enough. I it's, love these fucking stories. I mean, I wish they would make movies, literally of out, every single one of them. Every single one. Of them. Yep. And it could be once a month, two. You, yeah. Everyone would watch them. I because would watch them. If we. <laughs> How can you not watch them? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how can you not watch them? And they're just, they're unbelievable. Uh, they're unbelievable. But yeah, two great stories. Yep, for, for sure. sure. Anyways, guys, if you like these stories and these history facts, don't forget you can check out this show every single Monday as well as our full-length show on Wednesdays and our brand new reaction videos at some point throughout the week, every single week. Yep. Also, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, or listen to us on all major platforms. Mm-hmm. Don't forget mm-hmm. to hit that sub button, click on the bell notification, be the first ones notified when our new episodes drop. Yep. Oh, I got all the way through that without even screwing it up. That was good. That was pretty good. It's funny when I do a show without you. Yeah. I could never in my life do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Well, it took me like seven months to be able to do the intro <laughs> yeah. for these stupid shows before I freaking got it down right. So, it's like we're both 
completely. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, just hit the sub button. That's what I meant to say. I love it, and we love you too. So that's right. We do. Thank you, and share with one person. Yep. All right, guys. Until next time. See you. Cheers.